Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, Krista. Number or get your... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is it all right if I call you? Oh, yeah, totally. I just didn't yeah. know if, if you still have my number or whatever. I, so. I, I think I do. So I'm looking <laughs> <laughs> You did. <laughs> and I have my conference call set up, but sometimes I just activate it and then just conference you into it. That seems okay. to work even better. Because uh, everyone's sitting at home either on uh, their Internet or their phone, and sometimes receptions. It's been a little spotty. So, yeah. how are how are you and your uh, children doing? We're doing well. We're doing really well. Um, just uh, the yeah, just enjoying the quiet and kind of doing our different creative things. Uh, yeah, we all have different ways of passing the time. It doesn't feel like passing the time for me. It's like I have all my normal work like there other than travel I'm doing all the same things and never run out of things to be working on so um, right um, I don't I mean personally I understand that my you know that it's that I'm privileged in this way that there are many people who have more immediate reasons to feel anxious about this whole situation Um, but I'm getting to be with my favorite people continuing to do my work and I'm really you know, not hating the quiet and um, lack of being in the car, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's been my main takeaway, too, is I was realizing um, there were many days I was spending upwards of four hours a day in my car, uh, and yeah. and I've been finding a much better use of time, um, you know, because I'm already kind of emo and introverted and don't really Same. mind you know, the kind of the quiet. It's what I had actually said to you when I had emailed you about, like, yeah. you know, in, in the song, How Anthony Sings, that idea of in the middle of the party, I just want to go home. Yes. Uh, so, yes. So, we're, so we're getting to do that, um, you know, and I don't think we like being forced to do it, uh, yeah. but, it, but if you're with the people you want to be with and if you're thinking about the things you want to be thinking about, I think that's where creativity um you know, is both born and uh, can grow um, yeah. in these moments. And um, and I think the other part of it is, you know, true human connection, you know, mm. versus kind of um, social media version of, of human connection um, uh-huh. can actually happen in this time because, you know, if there's a person you're not physically able to be near but you can schedule time 
to talk mm-hmm. to them. Um, like yeah. my my parents yesterday, my brother yesterday on Easter, you know, these extended Zoom calls that uh-huh. we're having, um, they're considerably longer and in many ways more meaningful um, mm. than perhaps the kinds of interactions we were having before. So, so my takeaway yeah, is more meaningful interactions. And um, yeah. from, from that angle, as much as I absolutely love your two most recent singles, I pre-ordered both of them. I guess is another one? Did one already come out? or is it, it's um, There's out? one coming out this Friday, so I need to – Okay. With, with Easter, I kind of – forgot I forgot about it <laughs> like, gotcha. start talking about it again but yeah what's the what's the name of the next one coming out the next one's called falling up okay falling up mm-hmm. um, I will make it a point to buy it when it comes out oh, uh, sweet. thank you um, and I you know I really feel like I'm absolutely eavesdropping on your life uh, with your with your art and um, mm. as we've as we've gone on this journey you know, for now the last uh, 11 years together. Um, I think that was the <laughs> first, first time I thought wow. it. Wow, um, crazy. What occurred to me with this moment we're in is the only song we actually physically spoke about, or not physically, you know, verbally spoke about uh-huh. for your, from your last record was actually Down Down Low. And I think at that time, you know, it was an election year and there was so, so much right. there um, and I really feel like it, 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 it was a message for that time. And because one day preceded the record, I think I kind of jumped over Yeah, it. that's true. That's true. It was. Uh, um, I did that as part of the Kickstarter like yeah. before the whole thing. Yeah. So because I, because I kind of jumped over it, it occurred to me that there's just been like a playlist of songs that have really spoken to me in this time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and that's, to me, it's one of your all-time classics. Um, mm. I, I feel like it just signifies sort of you. If I were to pick a song in your catalog that is you, I would say right now that is One Day. Um, oh, I love that. And I kind of feel for that reason, I should revisit the song. Um, and you're, you're even now probably three years on the other side of writing that song. Um, so it's less, yeah. like, it's less for me now about the writing story, uh-huh. although I want to hear that because um, I know that's pretty powerful. Um, but it's also for me about kind of what you've learned in a mm. way um, yeah. about living the way you think about in that song um, because yeah. the song is just as emotional for me now as it was the first time I heard it. And mm. Part of why I have an emotional reaction to it is I hear you mm. in that time, and I yeah. sort of hear you now, but I will tell you, I actually feel happier as mm-hmm. I hear you now in some, <laughs> some kind of a way, because yeah. I've kind of heard some of your art since, and I feel yeah. like you're, you're in a slightly different place now emotionally, I think. Um, oh, yeah. Um, but I would at least like to hear for people who are maybe entering the emotion of that song now and who could benefit from the wisdom, because I think there's a lot of wisdom in the song, um, of a one-day way of living. Um, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. So if you don't mind by rewinding a little and telling me about the creation of the song, um, that would be a great place to start, I think. Sure. 
Um, so at the time I wrote it, it was several winters ago, and I was still living in North Carolina and still a couple years away from even, well, from the end of my marriage, but definitely didn't even see that as a possible outcome, honestly. Mm. Um, I just, I was, even with us still being married, he was living in um, Nashville and I was living in Raleigh because of jobs. And um, and there were so many things coming to light and, and so much that I couldn't make sense of occurring, just kind of bubbling under the surface. So, man, so much uncertainty, so much mm-hmm. that I didn't um, recognize in our life and in him. And so um, there were just a lot of, there was a lot of fear and heartache and deep loneliness. And um, I think maybe, you know, I've learned how to be more present to my own feelings and to the facts of what are, what's occurring outside of me now. Mm -hmm. But at that time I was um, definitely much more asleep my own life. And so um, just, subconsciously refusing to see what was really there in front of me. So when you don't really see what's happening, it's like laying in bed in the dark and hearing sounds, right? You hear sounds and you you don't turn on the light and look at it. You just keep hearing the sounds, so you just lay there petrified. And um, so that's how I was feeling during that year, just what is going on? And... um, literally one morning, the morning I started writing this song, I was trying to eat breakfast. I think I'd already taken the kids to school and I'd come home sitting at the table trying to eat and just crying, just like that kind of crying that comes up from your gut, you know, and it's just your chest is tight and your throat is tight and you're trying to eat, but you can't even swallow. So I went to the piano at some point during that morning and actually the first line that I wrote was, it's hard to eat when you're crying, <laughs> mm. which in the studio we changed to it's hard to sing when you're crying because mm-hmm. that's a little more poetic, but, but it, they're both true. You know, it's hard to exercise your voice or to do anything um, physically and metaphorically. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's where that, where it was born. And I don't now recall the whole writing process, but I, I feel like it came rather quickly, and I do remember um, writing the bridge and just feeling this bizarre, like, euphoria in the melody, the the direction that it took just felt so fitting for what I was trying to imagine for myself, that there is another side to this, that I will get, I will cross this abyss of grief and uncertainty and fear I will cross this canyon at some point I will laugh again I will so even as I was experiencing a sense of despair and powerlessness I also had rooted in me you know um, a determined hope you know that this isn't the end of the story Um, but yeah but the the essence of the song is is not in the bridge. The bridge is there, but the majority yeah. of the song is saying, this is what it's really like right now. You can't even sleep. You can't sing. You know, you're only hanging on by a thread and you can't even escape it. Like there's, you, you're aware 
um, that there's no point in trying to run away from this anymore. There's something that has to be dealt with, and you're only able to do this one moment, like today, because it's just so much bigger than you and any false sense of control you had. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I, um, so I wrote the review of the record literally almost exactly two years ago, April 11th, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the actual release date? I'm just putting it in check. I probably wrote it like a day or two before it came out. Yeah. So you're coming up on April 13th. It was, it was two years ago today. Uh, That's crazy. So, so your record's two years old, and it really is uh, my favorite of your records. And I mm-hmm. love all of your records, as you well know. Um, yeah. But I feel like all seven of these songs, uh, I, I kind of go on the journey with you um, mm-hmm. that these songs go on. And this song being, you know, track five. Uh, it's almost like a showstopper. So have you, and I actually, it's weird. I noticed I said in my review of the album that your songs will remind you of, and I listed Brooke Frazier, Sarah Groves, J.J. Heller, and I wrote Lady Gaga, which is kind of amusing. Oh, um, interesting. I, and I put, like her. <laughs> and I put, no, I put the song Million Reasons because it oh. was kind of like a big song at the time, right? And then, since then, my wife and I actually just watched A Star is Born. Have you gotten mm. to see that yet? Oh, gosh. I, that was like the most depressing day of my life. <laughs> yeah. A year and a half ago when I watched that movie. Yeah, it wasn't because of the movie, but the movie did not help. <laughs> yeah. No, it didn't. Um, but, but she was surprisingly good as an actress. Oh, so I good. Yeah. Um, and obviously we knew how well she could sing. So right. to me... Um, what I, where I was going with those comparisons was just people who move you, you know what I mean? Mm. So what I was, and I actually listed songs, like I listed It's Me by Sarah and mm. What yeah. Love Really Means by <clears throat> JJ. And just, you know, I just got off the phone with JJ and Dave Heller um, <laughs> uh, just before talking to you. And, and I'm there emotionally again um, in that exact same place as two years ago today when your record was dropping. Mm. Um, I was connecting with your music in the way I connect with my favorite artist music. And as I was mentioning about mm. making the most of the extra time we have and mm-hmm. thinking about what's most important in this time, like prioritizing, right? Um, right. And, and I actually was explaining it this way to um, JJ and Dave when I was talking to them that, I've kind of felt a little bit like I've been Tim McGraw in the song Live Like You're Dying. Mm. Uh, and, like, did I call my dad recently? And did I tell him all the ways I feel about him? Yeah. Because he has COPD and emphysema and diabetes. And if he mm. gets this disease, he will most likely pass from mm. it. Yeah. And I don't think I thought about him in that way before this. Um, but I probably should have, you know, like I probably should be thinking of things in a deeper, um, weightier way. Mm, yeah. So, so I think the song I feel, especially with that opening lyric, right? It's hard to sing when mm-hmm. you're crying. It's hard to sleep when you're fighting mm-hmm. for your life. Right. Um, right. and 
and that the way you can do it, you, the way you can keep moving, as you say in the song, is by the grace of God. Um, you know, one breath, one prayer. And so this, yeah. on, this, on this side of that, right, you know, mm-hmm. a few years later now, right. how, how <laughs> has that mantra guided you maybe in mm. your life? Yeah, it's been very present and very um, true to life. There have been such long seasons where it was just the very next thing. That's all you Mm. have to, that's all you can do is the next thing. And sometimes the next thing is calling somebody and saying, I can't get out of bed. Can you come be with me? You know, sometimes it's that pathetic, you know, Mm. Um, and other times it's, um, you know, you can take longer strides and deeper breaths and, and you just give thanks on those days where there's a little more of that um, light coming in. But, um, but it has definitely, you know, morphed for me where I was doing one day at a time and singing, you know, that was my mantra as a mode of survival. Like this is all you're capable of is one day. Um, and now I think it has become more of an intentional, like even in times of calm, I'm just really seeing how the times that in my life that I'm most at peace, experience the most joy and happiness are the times when I am in this one day, when I am present and not living in either the past or the future. And so it still rings true for me and it has a different dimension to it. But I know there will be times again surely to come when I experience encounter a new sorrow and then I will have to hold on to it as a survival again like Mm -hmm. you know so yeah it's it's definitely been true for me and you've hopefully heeded your own advice about not trying to swallow the ocean Um, Because I feel like that—that that is, uh, you know, not just even metaphorical. I think it's very often, you know, in the busyness of life, um, mm. too. And I think right now, when we're in like this forced solitude situation, you kind of do start to do like this gut check of, well, what was I filling my time with before? Mm. Um, and swallowing the ocean could also be thought of as like multitasking, right? Yeah. Am I am I maybe not being present enough mm-hmm. in 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 a conversation with someone? Am I only kind of half listening to them? Um and maybe part of one day living is not taking anything for granted and yeah. not trying to swallow the ocean, like you say. Yeah. Uh yeah. and then for whatever reason, you have ridiculously awesome second verses um, <laughs> in your songs. Uh, but your second verse in this song, I just can't get enough of. I mm. I love the up to your waist and the maybes. Mm. Um, well, all of it. You could escape in a daydream, but you'd wind up right back here. Up to your waist and the maybes, no use hiding on the back stairs. So there's there's kind of your, your introversion coming out again. Uh, <laughs> True. And... Hear the peculiar voice in the forest um, calling to open the doors. It'll take a few battles to win this war. So peculiar voice in the forest. Um, could we say 
as people of faith, that could be the Holy Spirit? Oh, for sure. For me, I, I think, um, I think definitely that's the predominant um, sense in my heart as I wrote this song. Mm-hmm. And, um, and now I even have grown to, um, to hear the ways that I have silenced my own voice to myself. Mm-hmm. Where, and so now I even also acknowledge that there is a voice within me that it call it intuition, call it the voice of God. I don't know, love, awareness, you know, whatever it is, wisdom. Um, but there is a lot of, uh, there is a reality that um, there's something within me that calls me out and <clears throat> wants me to live, wants me to persist in hope, wants me to get back to, for me, like the forest is a symbol of connectivity for me, as you know, with nature and um, being my, you know, one of my greatest loves in life. So, um, yeah, just calling me back to to connection with God, with truth, with myself. And, yeah, so it's definitely the Holy Spirit in all the mysterious ways that works. Yeah, I love that. Um, <clears throat> so for me, you know, I think what that takes me to um, biblically, you know, is be still and know that he is God, like mm-hmm. Psalm 46, 10. Um, and then we also have a description of um, being still so that we can hear his still small voice, you know, that mm-hmm. kind of idea. Yeah. And I also have often loved, because um, you also, in the lyric of this song, um, talk about one breath. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, breathing um, and breathing in, breathing out, you know, the, the just the life-sustaining aspect of that. Um, what I also find is, is very almost kind of psalmist-like with with the song is it's just you sort of pouring your emotions out to God like mm-hmm. David, like David did, and often this idea of breathing was sort of captured. Um, and this is one of my favorite descriptions. And if we haven't, if I haven't told you this before, or if I have told you before, please stop me. Um, I was it was described to me like the dry bones passage, the Ezekiel thirty-seven, uh-huh. and God's breath there. But also, you know, Genesis 2-7, I'm going to read you that verse really quick. Um, One day the eternal God scooped dirt out of the ground, sculpted it into the shape we call human, breathed the breath that gives life into the nostrils of a human, and the human became a living soul. Um, That's the voice translation of Genesis Mm. 2-7. And I I just love the poetic description of it, but I think it also really is what you're singing about in the song. Um, And then the other um, sermon that was relayed to me about that was that Abram had his name changed to Abraham, and then Sarai had her name changed to Sarah, and both of those involved adding the letter H to their names, which which apparently in, in Hebrew... Is is like the word for God God's breath, basically God mm. bre- breathing wow. on on Abram to Abraham and Sarai to Sarah um, was his breath entering them and them going from 
you know, just who they were to being his children. And, and so what I like about metaphorically in your song is I feel like I'm those people um, mm. when I'm communing with you, that when I'm doing one day, one breath, one prayer, one thing at a time. So fast forward, the description of Abraham is he's described as being a friend of God in the New Testament, and that's um, attested to his faithfulness uh, in in his lack of understanding of what was going to happen next. Because one of my favorite descriptions in in Hebrews says, and Abraham went out in faith not knowing where he was going. and then God accredited that to him as righteousness. That kind of faith, God accredited mm-hmm. that faithfulness of not knowing where he was going, but did it anyway. Right. And so, in a way, I feel like that's what you're thinking about in this song, you know, because then the one word, one step, right. one hope <laughs> uh, in yeah. the coming light. Like, you're really, you really were, as you're saying, about to go on the journey that you've mm-hmm. now gone on. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like God gave you this song? Oh, yeah. I mean, it Um, it definitely felt like one of those mm. special moments in songwriting where it's, yeah, where it's more of a receiving or, and I do not by any, I'm very careful about that. It's not, you know, divine um, (laughs) dictation or anything like that, but I definitely felt like it was a gift. Yeah, I agree. I I feel like it was too, and I thank you for that because I also wasn't going to say prophecy or anything like that. Right. I was more I was more thinking of it as you were God's vessel. Yeah. Um, uh, to sort of capture some of those biblical truths um, mm-hmm. in a poetic, personal way um, that would guide you through the journey you were about to go through. Mm-hmm. The one you were going through, yeah. the one you um, will go through again, as you said, um, and the one we're going through now, right? So right. I feel like there will be ministry for people in this time from this song, um, and I'll just pray that the Holy Spirit will guide me in how to kind of capture that. Um, yeah. But that's why I'm saying some of these things to you now, because I'm looking to yeah. When I go to write about it, include some of these truths mm-hmm. um, and connect them so that people can be thinking about, you know, if I live this way, this in, with this kind of faith, um, God can see me to the other side. Right. And I feel like the song is about that. It's also about winning a war, mm-hmm. <laughs> taking mm-hmm. a few battles to win a war. Um, uh-huh. And we really are in a war right now um, mm-hmm. with an unseen enemy. Um, you know, something we can't see, but we're right. fighting it. And right. and again, that's calls to have a certain kind of faith that is um, challenging, but it's also on some weird level um, brought for me a certain sense of calm at the same time yeah. because I, I'm just trying to like take each moment and try to make the most of it. And I wouldn't say I was living my life that way before. Um, I don't think I don't think any of us or many of us were. You know, um, right? It's interesting. I've had this strange experience at different times when large kind of um, national events 
tragedies have taken place. I've watched it happen and been grieved for the losses and the deaths. And also in the moment, there's something in me that has, even long before my own crisis, I, I think we just have always observed it, even in the natural world, how forest fires and winter, the death uh, of the landscape in winter, so many things in the natural world require, you know, hard um, and, and adversity and experience of adversity to renew and restore. And so every time something happens, there's part of me that kind of takes a, you know, like a, what is, what's, how is this going to help us? How is this going to wake us up and shape us um, differently and change our priorities? And unfortunately, you know, and to a great extent, it's human nature to return back, you know, as soon as possible to the comfortable, mm-hmm. um, to the habits and things. And, but I, I still hold out hope that there's always the potential for um, lasting change, you know. And, um, so awesome. I'm with you. I, I will. I will be sharing in that prayer along with you. Um, and then I think whether it's the song you're about to drop or or Pacific, perhaps um, we can talk again in the near future. Um, sure. Because um, it's something. Well, one um, Philip Larue, who I can't oh. get enough of. Uh, I have such a crush on his voice. Yeah, same. Uh, I I guess mine's a man crush. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, and I have literally bought everything he's put out as a solo artist. I'm a a huge, huge fan. But there's just, um, again, you know, both metaphor, but also just a a reality there. Um, and, And again, the healing. Um, I'm really hearing from you there. Mm, um, yeah. Um, kind of just what you're saying both about yourself and to us as listeners that I'd love mm-hmm. to dig, dig into with you um, yeah. down the line. And is there a plan to just continue just doing singles or are you going to ever compile them? Yeah, they – well, I'm doing – I can't remember how many I have left. There were, we recorded seven total songs. I released mm-hmm. one last fall called Meet Me at the Water and with mm-hmm. the Kickstarter. And then um, whatever I've done recently, I Can Do Better and Pacific and now Falling mm-hmm. Up. So that's four. So there are three more, I guess two more singles and then the full collection of seven songs will be called um, on an EP called Pacific. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, so that's coming out. I just haven't quite figured out um, when I want that to happen. And, you know, okay. if, if, if it'll just be two months from now, you know, one more and then one more and then drop. Or I'm always rather, I, I have this need to not plan out too far. And <laughs> if I had a management team, they would be against my whole approach. But I'm very, like, intuitive. I'm always kind of going with my gut, like, now's the time, now's yeah. the time. So, yeah, we'll, well keep, keep me in the loop because, of course, I'd love to capture all of that. Um, yeah. You know, I'll stick with, we'll stick with the song conversation for now, which, by the way, was sort of God preparing me for um, what I've been doing uh, for the site, which is kind of interesting because it, it, it was, of course, an album's business, um, and it was very much revolving around street date 
of albums releasing. Right, right. And the way we first got to meet was um, you had a manager, I believe, or a person on your Publisher? team. Yeah, I don't know who she was exactly. Um, maybe begin with a K? Kara, maybe? I yeah. had, um, uh, I'm trying to think, I had various personal assistants. Or, yeah, I think know. she was a personal assistant. So anyhow, she sent me your, your record. Okay. Um, and had read something I had written about another singer-songwriter and said, based on something they had read that I had done, that they thought I would find I would like your music. Oh, well, <laughs> good for her. She did a good I job. I know. <laughs> she did. And I remember, and that's happened to me a bit, just, you know, because, um, you know, I'm cited all over the Internet, of course. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't always, you know, get surprised um, pleasantly that way. You know, like sure. I get pitched I get pitched a lot of music I have no interest in, in actually right. hearing. Um, uh-huh. But yours, yours was a project that I was like, this is how I'm doing this thing. Um, oh, right. And, and I, was, I was just very moved by it immediately. And, and it occurred to me um, that I'm supposed to be writing about new music. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know how just, I get that. Just, totally like, get that. Like, that's your, yeah. organic, your organic way of releasing mm-hmm. your, your yeah. records and your music. So same thing. Like, I organically started writing these behind-the-song devotionals because I was moved by the lyrics of songs and I mm-hmm. didn't want it to be based on what were singles. Mm-hmm. By and large, I'm not a fan of most singles. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm more interested in the art and the artist. Yeah. Um, and I'm way more interested in the authenticity and the creation of the song. And I don't necessarily need it to be connected to Street Week or a promotional um, moment. I think it just needs to be created connected to a life moment. And so I think mm-hmm. God was plowing for me, I guess, a yeah. song-based ministry that wasn't connected to release dates or albums uh-huh. well before we got to the point we are now where release dates and albums don't really seem to matter anymore. Right, right. It's a <laughs> so, different world, but you were ahead of the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's been interesting to sort of just see it's that, it's that Abraham step out in faith not knowing where you're going. Yeah. Right. Thing um, right. that that when you just sort of do stuff that way, I I think the Lord shows you why He wants you to do it that way. Yeah. Um, I think that's just a matter of really becoming a good listener. You know, listening, 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 instead of just you know I don't know aggressively <clears throat> mapping. I think there's definitely. A, Oh, <laughs> time and place for mapping things out. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, But I love that. I love that so much about you, and it's such a rare thing in my experience to talk with um, people who are as um, authentic on the listening side, you know, who are really um, plugged in, connected with, with the heart of the work, you know, as you are. So, yeah, thank you. Super grateful. Um, yeah, no, no, I appreciate it as well because it's a partnership, obviously. And, yeah. um, you know, the Lord's been kind of showing me in this extra downtime moment um, that he wants me to write about songs that really matter. Um, yeah. So that's why we're talking. So Cannon, K-A-N-O-N. Cannon. And, yeah, yes. you know what? Her sister, when Cannon had to leave 
um, she moved away and had a baby. So then I hired her sister, Kara. So it was Canon and then Kara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, Canon is who contacted me. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I just happened to pull up, like, my contacts and type your name, and there she came. Yeah, she popped that's up. awesome. Uh, yeah, and then there was somebody named Adrian. Um, oh, yeah, well. she came next. <laughs> and then yep. there was – then I think after that was Taylor – and now um, I just hired someone named Kristen at the beginning of this year. So another K. Yeah, there you go. Well, I'm a K. So <laughs> okay. there you go. Good yeah. luck with Ks. Yeah, well, so it's interesting because one of the things I've been I've, – I've had a heart to do is serve the independent artist any way mm-hmm. I can. And um, uh, one of the things I've been – to do. I mean, obviously, what we're doing right now is one of the ways I want to do it. Um, uh-huh. But if you ever are looking for additional help, support, exposure, whatever, uh-huh. you know, don't don't hesitate to ask. Um, uh, we did a an, several artists um, streaming event for Easter yesterday, and you would have fit quite nicely into that group. So Aww. I'm sure I'm sure that's going to be kind of our new reality. Uh, uh, yeah organized kind of streaming. Um, so what we have is our pre-recorded um, messages or, or song performances, and, and we piece them together as like an Easter event yesterday. Um, oh, that's awesome. But it was pretty much all singer-songwriter, many, many indie artists. Um, so, yeah, we'll have to – next time we do something like that, we'll have to – Includes you. That would be great. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, any and also if you need prayer or support, um, you know, just for whatever you're going through, um, yeah, don't hesitate to reach Thank out. You. I'm here Thank to. You. I'm here to uh, hopefully be um, somebody who just believes in what you're doing and believes in you um, mm. and can. Um, help your ministry, you know, your, your vocation, mm-hmm. uh, your ministry, and also yeah. um, as a fellow f- parent, um, it's important to me um, that this is something you're also kind of modeling for your kids. Um, mm. And I think it's, a, you know, any way I can help you model that, um, you know, just by helping tell your story. Because as I imagine, it seems like with as I follow you on social media, mm-hmm. a lot of what I see from you is just you, you kind of helping them write their stories. Um, mm. um, almost like Love that. you passing on the legacy of if you've had any regrets, maybe that had been one of them. And maybe mm-hmm. kept, some of, kept some of your story in longer. If you've had a re- if you've had regrets that maybe you've kept your own story in longer than you wanted. To. Oh yeah, yeah. Just um, there's definitely <laughs> a tendency to um, some of this is just personality and wiring that my kids don't fortunately struggle with as much maybe, but um, just to uh, self-abandon and you know um, in some ways. Yeah, it's interesting. It's it's been an interesting growth process for sure. It's you know you experience uh, 
a loss or a constriction, you know, something that, you know, it's trying to destroy you. And it's, it's like you, you have to deal with that situation, but that situation has knocked over the bottle, right? And all these other things come tumbling out. You're like, oh, like, this is in there too. Yeah, this um, area, you know, tendency to over-identify with a tribe or a family or a group of people or other stronger personalities and not just have think for myself and mm-hmm. have my own thoughts and opinions and story and yeah. Well, that was that was actually the theme of our conversation about uh, Dan Dan Mo, Actually, um, ah, yeah. We had talked about that. That was for you a moment, a breakthrough moment. I think. Um, mm. And you know, it sounds like you're having more breakthroughs. So good. Um, so we'll continue to pray for you to continue to have breakthroughs. Um, Thank it sounds, you. It sounds like that. That's uh, the journey. Um, what we're all going through. So, well, thank you as always, Krista. Great to catch up. Um, thank you, Kevin. Great to have community. Uh, it's important yeah. to me to have community. Um, yeah. And that, uh, 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 you know, when we're talking about God's rest, you know, in this case, and, and his presence, um, um, we're two or more gathered in his name. He's here too. So yeah. um, until we talk again. Um, all the best and God bless you and I'll continue to follow on your musical journey with you and I'm sure we'll chat again about you know this specific project and perhaps even that specific song uh, in the yeah. near future. That sounds great. Thank you so much, Kevin. All right. Thank you, Krista. Right. And uh, be safe. Talk Thank you. you. I will. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.